Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. So this is another episode of Unsolicited Views. It's John. Yo! Okay. Sid. Chip. What's up? We got dog. It's over, right? We put that on the last episode. This is gonna be on every episode, so just just get used to it. Yeah, my wife listened to that. She was like, she was dying laughing. What's wrong? She was like, they got the song. Say you ain't shit either. She was like, tell her to send some more in. And then two days later, she was just like. She was singing a song. I said, "Why are you singing that?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it but she was like, "But that's not the song. It's a different song." Well, do we need to play it again? No, see, she got huh? them over. I, I do not know what you, you don't need to play this for me. <laughs> I think we need to play it. Again. We're that time. We, we behind. He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Yeah, yeah. He has a whole song. He's on YouTube. Your kid. He got mad views. Yeah. Y'all lying like shit. No, you you got a good amount of views. Yo, please pull this up. You got more views than any of the podcasts and videos. Going two podcasts in a row with this. I'm this might be you, our theme song. Are you proud of it? <laughs> you should be. I'm gonna let him write. No, I'm I just want to know how to react. Um, it's well, unfair this time. Did you do a good job, John? I I killed it at the time, but now I'm a, it's, it's it's cringy. So you cringe. All right, now I know how to react. Mm. Now you going like this? This, this, this shit bullshit. <laughs> like if you, shit. if you actively like the John, song, I'd be like, damn, that's hard. No matter what I heard. Oh, for real? Yeah, you, you do want to keep your clients? I get it. That's smart. You like I ain't gonna mess my clients up for. Uh, it's like minutes. if someone wants to sing, I'm like, do you think you can sing? Yep. All right. I know when they sing, I'm like, damn, it's a beautiful voice. But yeah. so you're not gonna be honest. Nope. <laughs> okay. You got the sound of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, John. He ain't hit up. We're beginning. No, it's not. Oh. Let me ask you a question. Chip. Wait. No, hold up. No, hold up. Hold up. Yeah, beat drop. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. But it's gonna make you. It's gonna make you be like, "What the fuck?" But <laughs> like low key, like you were just saying some things. <laughs> you were saying some things. <laughs> yeah, I'm be you spitting. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's the one right there. You be spitting. It'd be that's the easiest bar. way to not say whether or not you liked it. <laughs> like you were saying oh, something. I have, I have niggas. Hold on, make sure you get in the mic. I I have friends that rap now, like trying to make a career out of it, and like. I prefer that to what I hear them doing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like it's not Yo. that bad. See, so you got a career. So, so what, do you you tell, <laughs> what do you tell your friends? I was about to say, how do you tell he your friends? He tells them they got bars. Not, like, that's not it. What you mean? I put the fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Fire hey, yeah. emoji. You killing that, bro? He yeah. said he be he comments. You be saying something. Are you the same, <laughs> yo, are you the same person who says the laughing emoji? No, you wasn't laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, like with these people, like these if, people. if I know that you're not listening to my critiques anymore, mm. for the future, I'm just gonna say good job. Like, oh, I got like you. in the past, I'd be like, hey, there's no narrative, there's no story. You're really not saying anything different than your peers. <laughs> you're <laughs> if, trash. If you still keep doing that, then yeah, you're, you're fire, bro. Good job. <laughs> I got you. I just put fire under that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have the game idea. I don't even know why. <laughs> hey, I don't know why I didn't yo. do that. You had a fire. You had Somebody got to drop money bags on the comments. It's funny because I'm not, I'm not the guy to break up the monotony in the conversation with a laugh. If it's not funny, I'm not laughing. Mm, I, mm. I think I'm like a nervous laugher, so I'm gonna probably laugh. Mm, nah. But you know what? Shit ain't I'm, funny. I'm the opposite. I will laugh to put the person at ease. Mm. Fuck yeah. Puts, Hold puts, nah. Puts the I ain't this nigga Dame is really crying. It wasn't that serious. <laughs> yo, no, you really got the crying laughing no. <laughs> in real life. It was. You, it, you didn't have to. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that crazy. Yo, can we? Can this be our intro? Some kind no. of way. No. Hell no. I mean, so do you go, you gonna record a new one? If if it's y'all intro, y'all literally y'all are, intro. Y'all, if it's y'all intro, it ain't gonna be my intro. <laughs> if that becomes the intro, I am no longer editing the podcast. <laughs> What'd you just Damn. do? I got a whole bunch of static now. Yeah. Oh, for real? It was my fault. Okay, did I'll you edit out that the song? Hmm? Did you edit that um, song? Yeah, I, re- I recorded that in my room. Oh. But that was like room. that was before his skills got to this point, yeah. so he could do so much yeah. better now. That mess up something? Yeah, yeah, it's gone now. Thank you, Nicholas. I was trying to figure out the <laughs> headphone issue while I'm doing right. something else. I was trying to distract myself, really. Yeah. Because I don't want to hear that. Well, that was an interesting way to start the part again. Well, no, I, I mean, I might get back in it. I'll write for people. I wrote for people usually. Nah, oh, you was a ghostwriter? Ghost Are you Drake? I've been saying, can we make a new song? You be the, you be the headliner for us. I'll, I'll, be the, I'll be the hype guy. You know, the, I can do that. The biggest I'll, problem I'll, with that song, I'll, I'll live all day. The, the biggest problem with that song is like you could tell it was recorded in your basement. I bet you if you had a real engineer. That's yep, what I'm saying. Should be fire. And a real studio. Let me, let me tell you, for the world, you never know when niggas is actually hyping. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Do I, you, you think I would lie to you? This is our first. This is our first meeting about this. <laughs> I'm being honest now. Later yes. on, I might lie. Okay. <laughs> when the money come in, <laughs> trash. But they love it. They love it. All jokes aside, though, it's really it really isn't that bad. Like if it was, I wouldn't be keep listening to it. Yeah. He knows I'm the words. Saying, yeah, no, no. <laughs> he knows it word for word, bar for bar. How did you find it so fast? Huh? Listen, I just scroll up the text. Oh, that. okay, okay. Yeah. He favorited it. <laughs> I subscribe. <laughs> In case you drive any more. Hey, yeah, you gotta release the catalog now because he has a whole album. But um, you're my, lying. No, he has a whole. He just has a whole. Apparently, he has a whole album. I had a mixtape. We gotta get it sent mixtape. to us anonymously. My wife's not gonna think too hard. She can do it anonymously. Out of tracks I've recorded, I probably got like 30 tracks. You got 30 of them? That's a whole mixtape. Nigga, you're prolific. Like an old school. <laughs> not prolific. Old school. That's how long they used to be. I used to record a lot. Yeah. I had, it was it was my uh, outlet when I was, that's all right. Don't you need an outlet still? 
Yeah, I'm trying to find a new this one. This is your outlet. You don't got to find a new one. You, this Talking? Is, this is definitely your outlet. That's, this music, could be, the yeah. Music. The music and the pod. Oh, man. Yeah. I talk all the time at work. Right. So talking But obviously, it's not enough. So that's why you got to go back to the music. I'm, I keep telling you, I'm forced to talk here. But you can go back to the music who's I, who's as an outlet. Whose idea was this? This was your idea. You started. It, it was my idea. Uh-huh. He started the pod. I started, I started. He is the inaugural. Pod. Like you have a uh, Temptations, Otis. Is you Otis? You Otis, nigga. Yeah, he got, he got jokes on. He got more. Damn. Nobody came, but somebody you did come more? to see you, Otis. <laughs> Don't let him say that. Somebody came to see you, Otis. Mm. So we started in March of 2018, which mm-hmm. I forgot. We've been on this five years. March 2018. I wanted like we were starting the podcast business, and I was like, we need a podcast to show what we can do. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started. And then I, I, I was initially the A mic, like I was the one leading it, but I was killing like shit. A, I wasn't killing. That's why you took over. I was basically just interviewing people. Like I was interviewing all of them. I was just ask questions and <laughs> sit back and talk. And it was like that's trash. So then, uh, that still makes you a fantastic leader, though. Look, yeah. selfless. If you, if you can notice who has what strengths <laughs> and put them in their in position, yeah, I tell you, and yo. then you're you're doing your thing. Thanks, Nick, if man. you insist on being the main voice <laughs> just for that sake, then that's when you fail. So who really the man? This nigga right here. Thank you. <laughs> That's a clip. I don't know if I like Nick on here. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you're listening, um, we have somebody on the, sh- the pod called name. That's it called. <laughs> name Nick the Barber. His name is Nick. <laughs> He's a barber. Middle name is Jeff. <laughs> Last name Barber. <laughs> but um, he came on uh, episode 85. I actually went back to listen. Episode 85, yeah, Nick was on here. And I think you were 26 years old. 24 or 23 at the time. Mm. How young. old okay. was he? 24. <laughs> 24. He was 24 at the time. You're now. How about you just ask God? How about you just ask Three years ago. How old are you now? 27. 27. Mm. And you said some crazy stuff on the last part. So everybody so listening to the episode, most cra- it's craziest thing. The craziest thing he said, I'm oh, never. Because I remember said, this. I, like, I do yeah. remember the this. The craziest like thing yesterday. is Nick said, I'm never getting married. He definitely wow. He definitely My how a pandemic changes. That, pa- that pandemic brain. <laughs> he like I can't do this alone. So, <laughs> we're gonna give. We're gonna make some silent airspace here for you to explain yourself. Everybody, we just be quiet and look at you. Yep, this is all you right here. I'll look, sit back and drink my drink. <laughs> when you talked to me, I was what twenty four. You were twenty four. All right, and I I actually said the re- the reason why I don't believe in marriage is because you have no idea who you'll be in 10 years whatever down the road mm-hmm. and this is kind of proof of that point i had no idea i'd be this guy i changed i mean how many years has it been three <laughs> you changed in a few months right so you feel so, as though so, you made the changes necessary to marry yeah i think because you think, had to get your whole phase in i think i didn't have a whole phase i just i had relationships okay he's that guy i know this no is. i mean it's true i would i would say it but it's not true so I'm but not you that can be guy. in a you can be in a relationship, and that could be a whole thing. Relation serial monogamous is is a thing. Yeah, but it's whole not phase a whole thing. It's not a whole thing. Yeah, it's very relative, yo. It's, you think so? Is it? Some people I call it whole thing relationship. It's a bunch of relationships. You have a bunch of shallow relationships. Get, so that's your definition. Get closer. Now, right? Get closer. Yeah. Do you don't agree? No. All right. I, I think a whole phase can be whatever you make it. Mm, true. Your whole phase can be I'm in a bunch of six months relationships. Yeah. No, you what? How? If, if it's a relationship They all overlap Because you call Yeah <laughs> There you go But why do we call it A whole phase though Because We're, you're we're really talking not about to one person. You're calling a relationship But it's not That's what I'm saying Yeah but if you're only Seeing that person For that six months What I'm saying Most of them aren't So if you're cheating 
Yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, you, if you're dating someone and you're cheating, yeah, I can see that. But if you're actually monogamous with that person for six months and then you move on to another person for six months and you're not cheating, that I wouldn't call that a whole face. No. Uh, Would you? Would no. you call that a whole face? No, I wouldn't call no, that a whole not face. Not at all. Okay. All right. We can. I call that I good it. product. Don't stay on the show. But yeah, what I was saying about marriage is <laughs> I was in no place. I was in no place to be thinking about marriage. And it was like the moment you you're ready to like put your life in a fixed position that's when you're open to it that's when you can see you yeah, know nick can talk right don't let him t- yeah. talk y'all and <laughs> stare y'all in the wrong direction i talk well this nigga talks well too that's that private no, school because i ain't know what to say it's private school education <laughs> yo. i'm telling you yo. he's saying the same bullshit we say he's just really good he's really good yeah. he said that all i have to say is man i ain't feel like doing that shit at the time I honestly didn't believe that. But you doubled back to your lady, right? I was about to say, so did you know her at that time? I did, but we weren't, she wasn't the way she is now, and I wasn't the way. We both changed a lot, her probably more than me. She she definitely went through a whole, yeah. Transformation. Yes, that's the word. Yeah, definitely. A whole 180. Yeah. You feel like you got better. She got better, you got better. Way better. So then guys are going to be great in the future. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole, I would love that. Um, at a certain point, I realized that I wasn't putting my all into other relationships because in the back of my head, I knew that was the best case scenario. My kid's mom, you know, we, we actually on a person personality level are compatible. We always have been. So I was like, that's my best case scenario. And that kept me from really going in on other relationships. Gotcha. Interesting. So you weren't cheating in those other relationships? No, I wasn't. But you just kept getting them more. (laughs) How many relationships? Was like six. That's what I'm saying. In between? Yeah. I had one r- real relationship between so that time and now that wasn't Zoe. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Zoe though. She's cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's nice. When you get to get, get your hair cut, hey, see you later. Thank you for the cut and thanks for the money. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Thanks for paying our bills. <laughs> it was a, the day I really, I was just like, oh, Nick is doing well. I was like, well, your kid going to school. He was like, yeah, Goddard. I said, oh, really? <laughs> I know Goddard. <laughs> I know Goddard bills. <laughs> so Goddard is expensive? Yeah. Duh. God- he, yo, Nick's rich. He's just humble. We always have this conversation. Every and time here's I the thing. Cut. John will never admit how much he makes. I don't make any so, so if you're not broke. If you're not willing to really I'm broke, bro. talk about it, we can't talk about it. I'm going to talk about it one day. I do think people should be more transparent about their salaries. You think, I think so? I think the black... That's how I knew what I was worth. I was like, oh, I should be asking for this. Say less. Next job. Oh, I got word? Mm-hmm. I didn't know before that. That's mm. a great point. That is a great point. You'll see like... Um, you know, unless you have those conversations around you, mm-hmm. you'll be like, damn, I'm two years behind in my pay wow. for my experience. Exactly. Did you find out about yourself as a barber? I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, through Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to say, he caught up. He was like, he was looking at them other niggas no, I mean, that's and just, increased these prices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, facts. If, 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 if I was market price. If there yeah. was no Instagram, oh, barbers oh, would not true. charge what they yeah. charge. Oh, yeah, of course. Because <laughs> right. you're not comparing yourself with the people in your neighborhood anymore. No. That's irrelevant. You're comparing yourself with, with that nigga in California that's mm-hmm. doing the same services you are. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what this is worth. Right. As long as y'all don't start acting like braiders, because they the worst. What's that? What you mean? The braiders? What do they they be like, come washed, straight. Like, they be wanting you to come prepared for uh-huh. all this shit, and they not doing it for We you. just start, I mean, as a men specifically black men in our community we i mean barbers just started washing hair 
Sure. That's not true. That's not true. Really, they were. I mean, in Philly. Back in the day when I was a kid, I used to get my hair washed all the time. Yeah. What Did you go to Supercuts? No. No. I thought when barbers were in shops, they did that. I went to Paul. He ain't washed my hair. He washed my hair a few times. What kind of package you had? No, what kind of package? I saw the family discount. Oh, all right. But Nick is, if we didn't say it, Nick is a barber by trade. That's what he does. During the day, most of the time. During the day, most of the time. <laughs> At <laughs> night, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most, you know, you know the thing. Most barbers are drug dealers, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are you insinuating? Or, or real estate <laughs> He's not, though. He's okay. not. I'm just, I'm, playing, just I'm just playing. That's why I said during most the day. Most barbers aren't drug dealers, bro. <laughs> is that, is that, a, is that <laughs> a, a, I've never heard it before. <laughs> that's what, I mean, the shops I grew up in. Well, there that's because go. they was oh. only charging $10. Push, push your weight in. <laughs> they had no choice. Right. They had to make more money. Right. Those barbers are still out here, by the way. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'll be right back. had to go in there and wait four hours. All facts. I'll be right back. Dog, where are you going? Oh, like, hey, run a couple hey, come back like smelling like weed. Like, Duh. You know, <laughs> playing around in the bag, yeah? <laughs> I had some crazy barber experiences. Yeah. But if y'all want oh, to listen know. to barber experiences, <laughs> we're gonna, uh, you can listen to episode 85. We talked about just barber. We're not going to talk about Yeah, we're not going to get into that. Nah, it's it's kind of boring. No, nah, actually, it's not. I cut I hair and take money. Have you had anything crazy <laughs> happen since the last time? Crazy happen? No. No, I just got here because he went money. up on prices, so he ain't getting the crazy. Uh, would that would that filter you out? You get you don't get the riffraff now, right? Uh, no, not really. I mean, every riffraff? once in a while, you see someone act in a way that you don't like. That's okay. That happens. That's cool. That's cool. As long, long as they pay. Uh, yeah. yeah as long as as, as long as they pay and they don't yeah, they don't you know oh, yeah, violate you in any type of way. Yeah, that's fine. So, we, we got to talk about. I'm about to say yeah. We talk about it. Well, I think we should talk about. Wait, talk about what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a boundary. I'm saying, I'm saying Nick, Nick, so let's talk. Nick, 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 so today we're going to talk about boundaries. And That's then, a boundary. What'd you say? So, no, I said, she said, uh, and you, you block people. The, I was like, yeah, he blocked people. I was like, yeah, he blocked people. So Melvin. This oh, you want to talk about why I blocked them? Yo, hold on, hold on. Let's lead it up. Let's lead it up. So Melvin was going to Nick as a client for a while. You probably was going to him solid for six months or seven months. Weekly. 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 Getting his beard shaped up. Then all of a sudden. He got blocked. Then you got blocked. Well, and that's how you're gonna tell the story. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, look, look. Right, tell the story. Nick, t- tell me Nick's story. And I've never heard Nick tell the story. Yeah, I want to hear his POV. Yeah. 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 yeah, we didn't ever talk about we it. He just called about. me. I was like, "Can I? Can you unblock me?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was, was like, like, "Can you let me back in?" Hey, that'd be a very humbling experience. You get called a person that blocks, like, yeah. I'm trying to come back. It took me a while. I was trying to get John to do it. No, every time I, you know, I told John. I, I said, would try to bring you up. He got to call me himself. <laughs> I, no. You really should have just booked with a different email address. It would have been hilarious. Yeah, he, he but if it was the hour. same name, I would have blocked it again. It would have been hilarious. If you would have pulled up. <laughs> that would have been so funny. <laughs> under, I, I respond right now. Under a pseudonym. <laughs> you had to cut him. I would, I would have dapped you up and said, you know what? You got me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been hilarious. They would tell me to do this. But, um, so... He was he was weekly, you know what I'm saying, uh, recurring client, and I, I thought we had a good rapport, you know what I'm saying. You if you didn't like something, you could have told me. Apparent, <laughs> uh, but apparently there was another barber out there, which I'm cool with, by the way. I I talk to him like every once in a while, like, uh, but he is a beard specialist. You know, he does great work. Mm-hmm. I, it's not one of those people like, oh, he goes to him, like he's trash. No, he he does really good work. Mm-hmm. So that point I got. Right, that wouldn't bother me. Mm-hmm. The the thing I didn't like is this man used to book an appointment with me, um, just in case he couldn't <laughs> get an appointment with yo. 
I would see I would see him book the appointment, right? And then a couple days before he would delete his appointment. I'd be like, oh, he must have got it with yo. So I was like, this is this is the shit I take most seriously in life. And if you're showing me that I'm a second rate barber, obviously I'm not gonna take that as I'm not gonna internalize it as I'm not as good as I think I am. I'm gonna take it as you don't value me as much as I value myself, and therefore mm. that place should be for someone else. Boundaries. Mm. So I I opened that spot up for someone else, mm -hmm. and sure enough, of course, my book was still full. They <laughs> booked it, and he was Talk going to yo. <laughs> but when he realized, um, you know, the scheduling wasn't working and it's not worth it, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go to this guy who's good and has time for me and has a consistent schedule. I'm gonna go to him. He created that calculation in his head. And now he's back. <laughs> so he spun the block. The last part is what happened. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Barbers be deep. That's no. some deep shit. Hairstyles feel the same way. But that's the thing. So, it's 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 how you see your work. If you just see it as work, cool. If you just see it as a transaction, cool. But if this is your sole focus, other than your family, if this is your craft, mm. it's gonna hold extra weight. I never think about mm. that. I get it, but I think you're missing out, missing out <laughs> one little part. Like I left. Because he was doing the same service for the same price. I mean, he was doing more for the same price. That's what happened. Yeah, I feel you like. went up on your price. Uh huh. Again, uh -huh. And he was less. So I was like, now I can get more for less. So how much was he? He was uh thirty. And he was doing the beer shampoos and all. He that? was doing everything with it. Yeah. Clear. So that's exactly. when that's when you say, hey, there's this barber and he's doing all this. Do you think you'll be able to implement that service? Price and knowing me, hindsight, yeah. knowing me, I'd be like, yes, I will buy that machine right now. And, and do it. Yep. So, I mean, but that, that's where I was. I was like, okay, you can raise prices whenever you want. I can leave when I want. That, that's where I was. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 you, and you did, and you saw what happened. And I know what <laughs> No, and, you that's came what and, that's what, and that's what I said. That last part you said was absolutely correct. Yeah. I realized that my scheduling is more important than anything. Yeah. That the, the way that I can schedule, I can't just schedule. I can't be on the same every two weeks because every two weeks ain't the same. Mm -hmm. I can't book once a month for all my months because everything, I won't get in there sometimes. Sometimes I'm doing something when his old calendar books up. So yeah, it's like little stuff like that that I didn't take into account with Flexi that flexibility. So I was trying to drop the tea leaves every time I went to get my hair cut. I'm like, yo, just let my man back. And he's like, yeah, what Melvin doing? Nah, I'm back though. But you, did you ever see him on Instagram in, in the chair? You ain't never see him getting cut by that guy, did you? Yeah, yeah, he, 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 oh, yeah. He was on his page. Yeah. Mel, oh. like, like right after the first cut, Mel was on the page. That's a side chick. See, that's a crazy story. You came clear. back to the main note, didn't you? It was never hey, because you, I mean, you know that. It was never because you can't cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had I, nothing yeah. to do with yeah. that. I think he was being <laughs> petty at a point, though. Huh? I think you, 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 and he enjoys that uh, pettiness. But no. 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 Honestly, it killed my vibe. When I, see, <laughs> when I see him delete his appointment and I know why, it sends a message to me, and I'd rather go about my week without that message sent. I like so it killed so my vibe. So it hurts your feelings. Mm. Yes, it hurt my feelings. Yes. <laughs> and I'll do this. Wrong like, men, right? I apologize. I appreciate. It. I accept <laughs> your apology. Like, no, I'm glad we worked <laughs> it out. <laughs> that is hilarious. This sounds just like your relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's deeper than. And now you guys are engaged. Okay, I like it. Your boy gets engaged. Pause. 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 <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. Like, Speechless. Like, yeah, I was about to say something. But it's funny. It's funny that we're talking about boundaries today. So the topic that we want to touch on boundaries. 
And I think it's funny that a barber is saying that because I think barbers, stylists, people that give services have to draw boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't draw boundaries, you'll literally be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. So when did you... Do you apply the same boundaries in your life? Are your boundaries that hard as your with your clients? So you've been married for how long? Um, three going on three. About four years this year. And before that, you were with Sherelle for how long? Long time, bro. So, so you you learned some oh, things shit. about boundaries to yeah, get yeah, that yeah, far to sure. have that success for sure. So what have you learned? Um, I didn't have boundaries really at first. I didn't know. I would always, I always tell people, I didn't think I knew how to be in a relationship when I first got into a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of my struggles. As I got older, I know how to like deal with people and set boundaries because I'm like a hot or cold type of guy. Like it's all or nothing. Like literally all or zero. So black and white. Black and white in that regard. So I become a lot more gray. So I think the toughest part is at the beginning with boundaries. A lot of my boundaries, boundaries are set by the boundaries I've seen of my parents. Because they were married. My wife's boundaries were set by just what she felt. Because obviously, her, she never seen an example of marriage. But she always had an idea of what she wanted to look like. So that was always a struggle. I mean, getting to the point we are now, it was a lot of back and forth. Because, you know, when you don't have a, man, a, male, a male presence in your life day to day, day in and day out, your perception of what a man should be, a man could be, or a man is, is different. So that was always a that was a little bit of a challenge, but I think you get over it by just having very candid conversations when you're crying and shit. Mm, cry, mm-hmm. but that's like for romantic relationships. So how do you set boundaries in platonic relationships or uh, even with family? With family, family was hard. So the biggest boundary I set in my family relationship was leaving my church, mm. because at the time I was going to church, my 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 family's been running this church for about thirty some years, even before then. Even before my my grandfather was a pastor, my other side of my family they were there. Mm-hmm. So that's the family. I mean, they own the church basically, but um, <laughs> they should. Um, but so that was a big thing about leaving that place because that place was a place. I wouldn't say it's toxic because I just think it just had some. Mo- I didn't know how to deal with it. I was used to just going with the flow of just kind of what I've been prescribed. Mm-hmm. And I think when I started to set boundaries and say like, no, this is what I want. And who I am and what I'm going to tolerate, you know, <laughs> that's kind of when I started boundaries. But the thing is, once I started boundaries, it's like, I'm like, uh, I mean, balls to the wall. Like, I don't stop now. College so, started boundaries for me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with family. I know you asked about specifically. Family. Yeah. It, it was to that point where you, now you realize that you can live on your own. Mm-hmm. You can kind of set your own schedule. Mm-hmm. You can make your own value. Like, not not really create your own values because you have values growing up. Yeah, but, but... You create... Like, you become a man yes. in college. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the only way you can come become a man, but I literally learned myself so much mm-hmm. that I was able to step away and this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this is what I'm not going to take, this is what I am going to take. Mm-hmm. I actually think that's one of the experiences that I think everybody should get. And I think if I if I could, I wouldn't say a regret, but if I ever could go back, I think that would have been a more valuable experience. I think living away from home and living without your parents affords you a great um, idea to self opportunity to self reflect. Yeah. Because what happens is when you're self reflecting is not done. It's done next to the people is a little different. Mm-hmm. Now when you're self reflecting is done at a distance, I think you're now forced to kind of really dig into what you are and who you are as a person. And it came, a, I, I think it was a little more tumultuous. For, I think that's the right word for me. That was good enough. Okay, thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> um, because of how I had to deal with it. But on the flip side, I got into adulting quick. 
Because mm. I always think, I always tell people college is a prolonged version of high school in, in certain situations because a mm. lot of it's still structurally set for you. Yeah. So what happened is... It's also different types of colleges, though. That is true. But, what, but in a more traditional sense, it's, it's a difference having to worry about a bill <laughs> than worrying about passing a class. Yeah. At the time, you don't think that. But when you get thrusted into having to make, like, what are you going to do now? No help. College is a, somewhat of a crutch in that regard. Not, not that, hold on, let me yeah, finish. Let me finish. Right, let me yeah, finish. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Talk your in, shit, John. In the sense of, the, and not the educational sense. I think right. education is a, what I'm not talking about. But as far as growing up. Because what happens is it's a spoon-fed version of growing up. That's why for I'm a like, lot of it's people, pre-adulting. Pre, it's, yeah, it's pre-adulting. Why is it spoon-fed though? Because for a lot of people, y'all, y'all understand also. None of us really came for money. So even when our college experiences was not the college experience that Middle America or people went like a Towson or a University of Maryland had. Nine times out of ten, their parents sent them. They own their own allowance. We went and we still was actually trying to figure it out. Like oh, so, you talking about the other? Yeah, I'm talking about like the. When you think of college and going away to college, that that mindset. A lot of black people, when they're in school, they still are thinking about this. I'm semester to semester. <laughs> like no, really? I might not come back if <laughs> this fast food. And there were a lot of people who didn't no, come I back. Like I know. Yeah. Yeah. So and most of the people I hung out with freshman year didn't make it. To right. So the black college they ain't making second semester. What you mean? Right. <laughs> right. That's why. That's why I think they don't get. They need to talk about HBCUs. Well, I don't. I or wouldn't. Listen. I wouldn't say. The black college experience, because there's black people that come from wealth too. I, I would just say put on a socioeconomic level. Thank you, Nick. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Keep going. Oh, he's real nice. But it's funny, me and Nick had this conversation all often, right? So we're both too. Um, we didn't get out the mud. No, I got off the concrete. What you got? The grass? The grass. Okay. Um, <laughs> did y'all get out the mud? Y'all ever think about where y'all got it? Uh, I would say I would say pavement. Dirt? No, no. Sandy dirt. So I'm, I'm gonna say no because I'm about to do. I, I actually don't like the metaphor trenches because, <laughs> and I'm gonna be 100 percent transparent. It's a army thing. Yeah. Mm. So oh. the the a trench is a defensive position. So when you're, it's a World War II thing. When you're in a, they dug trenches mm-hmm. to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, it's it's you've taken a defensive position, not fighting out of it. So to but. Just to ask you a was, question, I got it from the foundation that was handed to me. So yeah. I got it from the foundation. I think I'll be insulted if my son ever says he got it out the mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I'll, should. I'll bang him in his face. <laughs> like, uh, duh. Yeah, that took him back. If that's, that's what you, you think is mud. Bang him in the face? Exactly. In the face. Well, that's but, what I'm about to say. Because that perception of mud is going to be different. Even my dad even said, like, we had struggles. But he was mm-hmm. like, duh, never go out here and act like. He said, I bust him. In his mind, that's what he said. It's translation. Everybody doing my dad doesn't cuss. But he probably said, I bust my ass. I dare y'all to go out here and say, that y'all had to like scrap for everything. Yeah, eating bologna. Yeah. That'd be disrespectful as hell. Yeah, because like, <laughs> <laughs> no. it dismisses every sacrifice. They did. Every yeah. sacrifice they did. So I never say I got out of the mud. But what, not getting out of the mud. What I, my original point was, Nick went to private school, and I was telling them, the, from the way you talk, you which your high school was equivalent to most people's college experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would counter that with, if, if you're talking about that from how you hear me talk. No, not how you talk. It's the, it's the way you think, which is communicated to you oh, I by you're talking my about voice. Just like just it's voice. you 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 hear how I think. <laughs> this, this is what you say. This is what I, did, I talk but about. I, I I wouldn't say that's high school. What you think? It, it contributes, sure. I, it it no, could not. I was there for four years, right? Right. But my mom 
talks a certain way. My dad talks. My dad's from a, a hood in Jersey, but he was an outlier. He went to the Naval Academy. Like mm-hmm. he didn't. He didn't talk like his friends. He didn't even talk like his brothers. Okay. And my mom, she she uh is was born in England and raised in Guyana, and then moved to Jersey where she met my dad. So that's, that's she crazy. doesn't she, and, and majored in English. So she's not gonna have any type of um. You're gonna hear everything come out properly from her mouth. You know what I'm saying? Right, too? Right, right, right. You know, she was correcting me all the time. So that's the way I talk. I wouldn't say that's from going to Loyola. So you think your parents are the you biggest? You stereotyped them. Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, I didn't I think he was saying vernacular or even like the way you actually speak. He was saying your mindset. Yeah, your but mindset. he said subconsciously mm-hmm. that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only way he can get that is, the oh, way, is by him talking to. I you. stereotype. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I mean, if you, you if to not stereotype is not you're not surviving. You have to stereotype to survive. So if your stereotype is wrong, you sometimes you're gonna get that. Yeah, but you get nine times out of ten, if the, if the nigga got a hoodie on and a black jacket, you are gonna stereotype the nigga. Right, but Karen. you but you will though. It's, it's true. But it's true though. Like people, it's not like, true because I wear a fucking hoodie all the time. No, no, no but no, I, I yeah. know you. He's no. saying like a if it's a stranger, your first thing you have to stereotype them in you order to survive. You don't have to stereotype them to. Survive. But you are. I get what you're saying. You are. To though. stereotype them is natural. Yes. Yeah. But you don't have to. But there's, you do. there's evolutionary reasons for most of the things that I like we the do. way that sounds. I'm gonna say that Evolu- <laughs> evolutionary reasons for me not walking up to you because I know better. I mean, if if okay, uh, say it's a long, long, long time ago, and you're just out in the forest, whatever, foraging, whatever like that. Right. You the see berries. something in your peripheral, you don't have time to look closely and see exactly what it is and judge whether or not it's a threat. Just just, just the fact that it wasn't expected is enough to set off an alarm. And if if you don't recognize it Im- immediately is enough. So anything if we're out and and we see something we didn't expect to be there, like it's your setting. Say say you're in Harbor East and you see um a group of niggas in all black. You're going to be like this is this is not in my schema. This is not what I thought would be there. <laughs> my right? Right. You it would it would it would confuse you a bit and put you on higher alert. But if you're on North Ave and you see that, nah. you're not going to think as much because it's expected to be there. Right. So, therefore, we do stereotype them, right? Based, yeah, we do. Based on evolutionary things. <laughs> you know, it's not always from a place of malice. No, no, no. I, I never say it's a place of malice. It's, I say that's why I say survival. Mm-hmm. Survival for the good or bad. Survival is not always bad. But anyway, I had a whole nother diatribe I can go under. After can I ask, I'm sorry, that. not to cut because I did want to legit ask a question. Oh, go ahead, ask him. What, what, are, podcast. what are our boundaries? Mm-hmm. And the only reason I'm, I'm asking a serious question because I don't think I have any. There are limits. You, I'm so sure no you have boundaries without realizing that you have yeah. boundaries. I'm Somebody trying. can't walk up in here and slap you and you not react. That's hand, a boundary. Or put their hands in your pocket. Right. That's, you hand. have boundaries. You just you don't think about them as being boundaries. You might gotcha. lack boundaries in some areas that you may need them. Gotcha. But I'm sure everyone has boundaries that are just by default. Like you're not just going to let somebody come up and touch you. Your boundaries are set way. by your parents. Remember, Remember when John and Melvin were talking about when they first realized they had, like what their boundaries were? They both did this with their hands. I won't take this. I expect this. They both did that, right? Okay. So that means they're creating a line, gotcha. right? And gotcha. once you cross it, you violated them, yeah. right? Right. So the the point of setting your boundaries is letting everyone know. 
so they don't have to find out once they've crossed the line. Right. Gotcha. That's your responsibility to let people know mm. your boundaries, right? That's and clearly tough. communicate the boundaries. Yeah. So that so, it's understood. All right, so what's, stick to them. what's that conversation like? All right, so let's, let's wait, talk wait, 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 Let's start. Yeah, let's start in a romantic <laughs> setting. So, uh, are we talking first date, second date? Are we talking via text? Are we talking on no, uh, Facetime? I'm with you. So, I thank you for bringing that up. I realized I've watched my I watched my parents yell and curse at each other. Mm. So the first time me and my girlfriend got into a disagreement, I did say, "Hey, please do not curse at me. That's yeah, I don't, like don't that. yell and please don't curse because I'm not gonna curse at you. I draw a hard line with." Cursing at you and taking you cursing at me because there's no need for that. I don't even I don't like uh, you amongst men. I don't, I don't like to be talked to with profanity. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, like we we talk about a thing, but like don't call me a bitch. Like I, that that touches my <laughs> the core. But, but, I think, but I think we also establish because you don't have that many male friends. So like, no, nah, even like, if I did, like me no, and like me and Melvin just, go back and forth. Like he calls me, I call him. Like we know we I just, understand. But that's also. That's the difference between the boundaries with each other. Did he stereotype me? No. What I'm saying is he's speaking about their boundaries are different because of their relation with each other. Mm. Y'all not going to have those boundaries with each other because the relationship is not the same. True. So the boundaries with different people are different. Mm-hmm. Like, right, you know, no there are certain things that he's not going to tolerate, but you know, Melvin won't take it as a joke. He's not going to get mad. Right. So that your boundaries with different people are just different by default because of the relationship that you've mm-hmm. created with them. And we know that now we know your boundary is... Don't call me a bitch, whether you plan or not. Okay, yeah, you just I, set I that boundary. And didn't even you say what? I let a bitch fly, especially if I'm joking. I'm just call you a hoe. See, I didn't know that. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I, 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 he keeps saying it. I'll accept the hoe. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept the hoe. Because it's just a, it's, it's a little What about thing. motherfucker? Nah, that's not. Nice. Come on. You up a bitch to motherfucker? <laughs> I, I feel like awesome. motherfucker not as bad as bitch. It's nah, bitch. Bitch ass It depends on the tone. It's all about the tone. So, mother. Let me say, motherfucker. It's worse than bitch diff- to you? It can go a lot of different ways. It depends on how you be. See, bitch is all. I just think bitch is globally. Mm-hmm. That, like, it, it, really, it, really, it, it really depends. You're like, 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 if you hooping, yo. And a yeah, nigga, you gonna and say and bitch. You, you played your best defense, and a nigga hit a, a three point shot. You're like, oh, you bitch ass nigga. Yeah, I mean, okay. like, That's a good but example. That, tone, that, but, that lower but, tone, that but, lower octave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but see, the thing is, it's softer. It makes me feel better. It's different when the nigga do something, you're like, oh, you a bitch. Oh, like, see that hurt. Oh, he ain't even talking to me. <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 Yeah, at that point, he's like, "Oh, oh you want to fight? Bitch? Oh, this yeah, thing, thing want to lay hands. All right. Okay. I'm trying. What's up? To okay. Yeah. I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we we should have that booty one time. Shot, okay. That should be an episode. Yeah, we rank. We rank the cuss words. Rank the cuss words. You gotta rank cuss words. We could do that. I think everybody has a ranking in their head. But to me, bitch is high. I don't know why bitch is so high. Maybe I should lower it because people have told you it's high. Yeah. Somebody told Society told you. Somebody called you a bitch back in when you were younger. Or something. Yeah, I that, probably did. Probably, that was the highest form of disrespect. No, is that the dude that you still want to fight now? What's his probably. name? Probably. I can't talk remember about his it. name. That's not talking about. What's that? Yo, what's um, it? I don't remember his name. We gotta go back in the episode. Name? There's a couple niggas. It's a couple. Damn, more than one. No, no, I'm saying no. It was one name specifically that you brought up. He's like, if I see him now, I'm gonna hit him in his face. Yeah, he definitely called somebody yo. So what do y'all do when a friend crosses a boundary? Hold on, let's stay on relationship. Oh, hold up, we'll be there. We're gonna get there. But in a relationship, so I think Nick said you gotta you're responsible for letting someone you know your boundaries. Yeah. How do you let somebody know your boundaries? Hey Nick, this is hey Nick, how are you? Here's my list, here's my Google Doc of boundaries. Exactly. That that would see, seem unnatural, right? It would, but so, it's private. and it's you couldn't practical. possibly think of everything that might set you up. Right. But in the moment before you before giving that reaction, uh you could say, Hey, what you just did, 
I realize that's a boundary for me. Right. And uh, I'm going to let you know, I wouldn't say say a trigger because after a trigger, something happens. In Mm -hmm. this case, nothing's happening, but you're just letting them know. Not necessarily, if you know how to regulate yourself. Exactly. So that's why I I wouldn't want to phrase it as a trigger. Mm Mm-hmm. It, that's a whole different thing I would I would like to talk about eventually like the whole trigger warnings and all that and the and the safe spaces and all that I think that's a slippery slope but why oh, a slippery slope, slope to what well do you want to talk about it now or do you want to talk no, about go ahead, do it we, can, we can go back get to your shit. We we might, I don't know when we'll get you back so go ahead go ahead talk, <laughs> so, talk your shit. So, I'll hold that boundary conversation right so here. I would like so short answer I would just let you know that was a boundary for me this you know affects me in in this way mm-hmm. and you know if if you do it again I would have a hard time seeing you the same way and I might not associate with you in, right. in the same way or at all. So now you know that. This time, cool, but next time... Don't do that won't. shit. Yeah. 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 Fool, yeah fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you do the same exact thing again, that means you didn't. You pretty much dis- like disregarded everything I said. Do yeah, people, most people don't come to the table like communicating boundaries. When something tests their boundaries, that's when they communicate. So then they're, yeah. they're now responsible for not crossing it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you're responsible for upholding that boundary. Because yeah. you can yeah. get wobbly on your boundary and then they go and just keep doing it. Right. Mm, that's a loaded question. I, I don't even know what my boundaries are, and this sounds really bad, but it's part of the reason I'm talking through my in third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You to establish boundaries, you have to know boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as I'm living life, I think I'm starting to learn How what easy. is really triggering me. And before, it might it might not have triggered me because I just try to brush it off because I'm a nice guy. I'm a I'm just gonna keep yeah. moving. I'm, I'm not trying to bruise this relationship. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. do this. So I just I keep going. But now I'm realizing that. All that shit is taking a toll a, on me mentally. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I can't handle this. And shit. you're so not now, living fully. Yeah, right. Ba- I'm trying to learn how to yeah, now set it. And that's why I'm learning from you guys. As you guys sit here and talk about how you guys set boundaries. Because I'm similar. So going through that experience, then it's hard. Because then when you start to set those boundaries with people that people you have always let cross it, then they're like, oh, you acting brand new. And it's like, no. no right. I said, I said I'm learning myself better. And I'm allowing myself to be myself fully yeah. without letting you continue to do stuff that I don't like. And everybody can't grow with you. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I was told a hard thing to grasp in my mind. I was told that probably too young because I think I adopted it too. I adopted it too well. Uh, But my, I I was told less than ten. My dad was telling me stuff like that. My parents was telling me stuff like that, and I was just like, "Mm." I was right. So I was letting the people stay around. It was a little too early, and it became toxic. Mm -hmm. But it's true. Everybody can't grow with you. Everybody's not does not think. And you should let go of assumptions of people. You, know you should what? be very clear. And it's crazy because I think, um, like, even like playing sports in high school, the very first day of tryouts or practices, they're like, "Hey, look around. Everybody you see on this field probably won't be here by the time the season starts or ends." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or ends. Yeah. So it's like, yo, enjoy it, take it one day at a time, and keep it pushing. Sports is a great sports. Yeah. Like martial arts, all that stuff is a great place to start when it comes to boundaries. Because yeah. the first day of practice, mm-hmm. your coach is he sets the boundaries. These are the boundaries. Mm-hmm. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're not gonna, gonna do. do. If and it happens, put, hit yeah. the hill. And the, and the boundary and the boundaries start with like I guess more so with your diet and how you actually take care of your body. Coming in in yeah, shape. Come, yeah, coming in. And in shape. how they communicate to you that first day. Because if they don't communicate to you by setting boundaries that first day, it's really hard to come back from. But without boundaries, mm-hmm. you don't know what what position you play. Mm-hmm. Literally in sports and in life. So without boundaries, like me and my wife, some of our boundaries we've set, um, it makes me know. Okay. If I do that, this is what's going to happen. So don't do that. But the thing is, I think people are scared of the confrontation. Yeah. One thing I had to get comfortable with as I got older is confrontation. To the point now, I think I'm more confrontational. So, oh no, I'm, I'm, I don't think they're 
they're scared of confrontation, they dislike being uncomfortable. Because confrontation makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, it's, okay. so it's not that you're like scared of confrontation. You don't like being uncomfortable. You don't like being challenged because you might be right and you might have to fight for being right or you might be wrong and then you have to be held totally And the reason that you're uncomfortable is because communicating boundaries and holding your boundaries Mm -hmm. also means that you may risk losing a person. And so that's extremely uncomfortable. And sometimes you don't want to lose that person. So putting that boundary in place is like, ah. I actually think that's actually why there are less relationships now. Because romantic people, relationships mm-hmm, because people yeah. don't want to set boundaries and enforce them because what happens is easier just to move on to the next person and so they breach your boundaries and you go to the next person they breach your boundaries go to the next person That's now true. to get somebody to actually Playing adhere to your boundaries mm-hmm. and then work through your boundaries and work through the problems work through the ups work through the downs that's work and that's hard yeah now to jump to, to the, the next person too. a lot easier what is that it comes down to your piece like my piece is non-negotiable mm-hmm. like and if that boundary that i set and you keep overstepping it and it like affects my peace, like you're gone. I will say being married is the only thing that's very different. Um, you have to be selfless. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also a hard for right now for people to merge because you have to give up. Mm-hmm. When they say give up yourself, you don't give up yourself, but you have to compromise. Yeah, because that's all I was about to it's say. Not it's, just, it's not just Sometimes selfless. you have to work It's not being through. selfless. It's being... Yeah. I don't even know the word. It's not. I don't know the word. It's you're always being a teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Teammate. In all ways. In all times, you're being a teammate. Right. So that's why I was going to say with the peace thing. As sometimes you have to work through not being at peace. Yeah. To find the peace because you are now committed to this teammate Mm -hmm. for in every aspect. Right. If you always see, I like peace too. But (laughs) the one thing is, I like peace too much. (laughs) <laughs> that could be a problem. It's it's like that's being what, born with the right arm and learning. But to the thing is, left. Do, you, do you are are you in a committed relationship right now? No. I'm not. That's not a bad thing or a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's just where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think when you find someone that you really admire and mm-hmm. respect, oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. he said, you're a servant. You'll say this is a person worth serving. And so that just will take more work. And when you when you tell yourself right now, as you are now, Mm -hmm. um, you're not worth me putting in work to foster peace with. Right. And I take that that, when you say be like a servant or serving, I think it's like a two way street because it is serve each other. Absolutely. So I say once that two way street is like and it's like flowing, flowing two way. Absolutely. Hold on. on. I'm sorry. Somebody (laughs) said that was very triggering. Um, <laughs> I, I did say trigger. I, I I think I had to learn that the hard way. That's not going to always be the case. What learn it's what? flowing two ways. Uh, yeah, it's literally. I mean, I'm saying yeah. Actually, it literally. No, I'm, I'm. I just. I'm using you. You didn't really go I'm, into. No, it. I'm, I'm saying yeah, but um, I um actually po- um, posted something like a couple weeks ago. It's like every day is not gonna be able to give a hundred percent. Right. Every single That's day. what I wanted to get to. Like, like, some, like some days it'll be. 50, 50, 60, 40, 70, right. 30. Sometimes it may be 80, 20. Right. I might be but shacking the free throw. I yeah. that way by Your math is impeccable, bro. <laughs> 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 Crazy. No, he's, yeah. He gets rebounds. <laughs> he's loony right now. He's loony on the Warriors. He's, he's right next to the basket. He'll say 65, 35. God damn. <laughs> but no, it's, but I think that is true. In a uh, romantic relationship, it is about servitude. Mm-hmm. And in turn, I mean, even when you have children, it's about servitude, and them they don't even serve back. I was about to say, like they just the, yeah. take, oh, they just serve back. 
Uh, eventually, sometimes. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, when you tell when you tell uh, him go get I'm the remote. That don't have a kid telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, yeah. this week. This hey, week. Yo, hey, one of the funniest things ever, yo. Like, if I ask my daughter, like, hey, can you go upstairs and go get my phone real quick? I'm like, she's like, okay. So then one day they're like, Dad, can you go upstairs and get my shoes? I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so I, I ain't no work. Yeah. I see what's going on. No, you got me this time. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's not talked about enough. But. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was like, that is not talked about enough. That's not talked about like enough. You, you have to treat yeah. your kids the way you want to be treated. You, you and that's because exactly. I don't I, think we were raised. Like, yeah, that. we, we weren't. We weren't. Yeah. We weren't. <laughs> but you're, but you're <laughs> literally not as I do. Right. I'm saying you're literally a living example I think for them I, to follow. We most of us know. We yeah. most. I generalize. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I've been learning that with my kid. Like. Um. If she did something that her mother considers, and I consider a violation to one of us, I was very adamant about getting that apology. You know, like, you need to say sorry to your mom, and she would just not say it. And I'm like, why is this? Why is she so stubborn about this? Yeah. And she don't I, feel the sorry. I, and, which is true, right? So you, <laughs> so you, but also I realized, I don't remember the last time I said sorry to my kid. Mm. And I haven't been perfect. Right, yes. so I there there yeah. I started and and Zoe started saying you know when we did something or we, maybe we were a little too loud or maybe we just didn't consider something sorry yeah and now like she she went from like really having an attitude in one moment and I said I'm sorry and she's like Daddy give me a hug oh wow and it's like oh, it meant You'll so be home much crying like she's a great person she's gonna be amazing yeah. <laughs> you don't know. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be crying. <laughs> Give me a hug. Let's just stay here. I was like, I was like, Zoe, did you see that? Like, I just said sorry, and it changed everything. everything yeah, because you had to set the exam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But as she grows up, matriculates through life. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important skill to have. When mm-hmm. she gets into those friendships or those romantic relationships, it's like, no, we're not going to say argue. Let's take accountability. And that's what you taught her. Yeah. You said, no, you take accountability for your action. I take accountability for mine. That's, that's why not, I well, don't agree with, like, you know, you go around family and, like, a parent is trying to make their kid hit, oh, yeah, hug no. everybody. I yeah. hate that. Yeah. Like, if they don't want to hug them, because I'm have, forcing right them to, this, yeah. to cross their boundary. Exactly. I'm not respecting mm-hmm. the kid's boundary. By yeah. making them hug everybody or make them share their toys with everybody. Mm-hmm. Now I can ch- tell them the importance of sharing, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to force them to share every single toy. Like, mm-hmm. keep yeah. your favorite toy to yourself. That's cool. Allow them to have boundaries. I think that's really yeah. important to instill think, in children. I, I think the biggest boundary I try to instill like you walk into a room full of people and speak. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that's like, you ain't got to hug them all. Everybody say, you don't got to hug them all, yeah. but speak to everybody. Say yeah. hi. Like, and they don't have yeah. to be like everybody individually say, hey, everybody. Yeah. And keep it pushing. Yeah. My. My kid is so stubborn that, and she's me. I'm so stubborn. You can't make me do shit. And I, I couldn't, you can never make me do anything. Exactly. (laughs) But the thing is, children naturally admire their parents. Even if their parents are assholes, they admire them. So I couldn't, I can't tell my daughter, speak to her, say hi back. I just have to make sure when I walk in, how you doing? Yeah. Nice to meet Set you. Hug. I have to do all that. Because then she'll see that, and mm-hmm. it's more than likely she'll do it. She may not. And she'll but. probably even see how you greet people differently. There yeah. are going to be certain people that you dap up, certain yep. people that you hug, some people that you just going to say hey. Yep. They Because they that's your boundaries with different people. And so exactly. then they'll learn, like, okay, my boundaries, as long as I'm being you know respectful to everyone and saying mm-hmm. hello to everybody, I can still have boundaries. I can still run up to this one person that right. I like a lot mm-hmm. and give them a hug and just say hi to everybody else, and that's okay. That's and true. I think kid, it's funny because my son, he's 10 months, but his discernment for the... He, he already has decided people he likes. 
or the people in his in his mind because for him it's familiar people he like be cool it's familiar (laughs) did you make me smile did you make me laugh did you help me walk today (laughs) like i ain't like i ain't fucking with you (laughs) but um i was surprised like every time he sees Give me a oh yeah, he'll bounce you. He always smiling me. Yeah. I feel like he be winking at me. I think he has good drama already, but also he's and he they do like watch even at a young age. He watches who you talk to mm-hmm. and who you. I was like, all right, he like him. All right, dad like him. I don't. Oh, I'm just saying nothing. But like even when he sees my mom, we we go in the house and he crawls like she will crawl full speed Aww. to her because he's like. That's my nigga. Like she, <laughs> she holds me down every time I come over. Here, you know, she give me the milk, give me a bottle, give me a bath. Mm-hmm. So she must be a good person. Yeah. And the children already know that. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about something because Nick was talking about something about triggers. You said triggers, Trigger safe warnings. places, and shit like that. And he said safe it's a slippery space. slope. It is a slippery slope because I actually agree with him. Slippery slope to what? Like because what I think to? sometimes your safe place can be a toxic place. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. But what happens is we we are normalizing. People, everybody's, it is a point in emotions where you have to set them aside. It's not always about how you feel. I think everything is now based off of feelings, and I think that can be bad. Because some things you're going to do, you don't feel, you don't feel like it, and it's just not going to be conducive to you today. It's not about you today. It's about somebody else. We confuse it a lot. So I I learned this in therapy, and it's actually a, a logical fallacy, that people will say, I feel... And then give a thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like yep. John talks mm-hmm. a lot. My therapist do not let me say like. I mean, not, I'm using it. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right though. That's not yeah. a. Feeling. It's a thought. That's yes. a, that's a thought. So I I broke the habit of saying I feel I feel I think this I feel upset right. but I think this and I, right you're, I agree with you right because that's your assumption right you right. can say. I, I, I assume, you know, that John talks too much. But that's your assumption. Right. Right? Then somebody else say, no, you don't. So it's not a feeling. That is very important, yeah. though. It's not a feeling. Who would you about to say about it? Um, well, I think we're seeing in society that we are, be- we are separating ourselves from anyone who doesn't agree with us. We're putting ourselves in these pockets, uh, in these echo chambers mm-hmm. more and more frequently. Like the point, the the idea that on college campuses, um, some speakers are protested before they even get there is an issue because mm-hmm. co- the college was a place um, not to be comfortable. It was a place to have thought and challenge your ideas. Right. And just because someone uh, says something that you don't agree with, we've changed the language to I don't agree with them to that language is harming me. It's harmful. It might well, not be harmful. it's not. <laughs> it's not harmful. And it's not going to put me in physical pain. And now the rhetoric in colleges and um, all type of scholarship is that it is harmful, but it's not. One and of, the thing it, it can be, though. It can be. Okay. All right? But it's not harming so you, though. It, it's not it, it can be like like for example if yeah. someone there's there's levels to everything but yeah. in most cases a difference of opinion um if it is triggering doesn't mean you should hear less of it it means you should learn how to deal with it anytime someone has ptsd or they have a phobia they go to um a doctor Especially the doctor's not going to say uh, okay, we need to put you in bubble wrap and we need to um, put you in a glass box so that you can completely avoid it. Mm-hmm. They're going to do exposure therapy. Right. They're going to put give you little amounts so that you can build your tolerance to the mm-hmm. point where you don't have that trigger. You don't have that phobia anymore. Mm. That's the point. But so, most times when the speaker is come, like at a point to come to the school, they have a level of power. So mm-hmm. that's when their words do have harm. 
because they their people can act based on their words. Like if Trump was b- about to come to an HBCU to speak, he mm-hmm. got power or had power at once upon a time that he can enact things that will in a will enable harm against you. I, I think I mean, the misnomer we saw that. But I, I think the misnomer and, I, and to piggyback off Nick's point is you give people power. Sometimes. No, no. All of the time. If, the power hey, people have is not very seldom. Somebody has to follow a leader. What, oh, what message are you saying that I I did my SATs, I performed well enough in high school, I'm smart. And you're saying I don't have enough agency in my own life or enough power over my own thoughts that I can't decide what words to act on and what, not, what words to not act on. You're right. telling me I'm too... Uh, able to be influenced i'm too dumb pretty much (laughs) i'm too gullible uh that if i hear these words at a certain decibel that i won't be able to to do what i want to do for myself i don't think that's the reason most people will protest a speaker though and why do you think the reason i think it's because they're worried about the other people that are exactly so they're not right so they're what they're doing is projecting right they're assuming this person's too weak to act on their own accord. They're saying, They're you know, I, I can hear the, And the point you made is so true. Mm-hmm. And people, people say, you know, I'm fine with it, but I know this could be triggering to this person. So you don't come here and hurt them. Let them decide if they want to show up and hear that person speak or not. Hmm. Yeah. So well, I, I always say one of my favorite things to do on YouTube is watch Ben Shapiro's speeches. <laughs> because I totally disagree with most he's saying. Absolutely. But yeah. to... To get into his logic and why he believes it mm-hmm. is very important to me. Oh yeah, I mean, because I can agree with that. Like, Hitler was a great speaker, was a great leader, horrible phenomenal. person. Phenomenal. Yeah, I can but, I can understand from that person. But he also endured a lot of trauma. But we're not going to talk about harmed his trauma. people. That's but, what I'm. Just, that's but, what I'm saying. But and I'm not. I am not a Hitler advocate. <laughs> why are we comparing Ben Shapiro and no, Hitler? I, I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know how we got <laughs> to Hitler. No, 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 no. But I don't know. But, I want that's crazy. Because I genuinely think he, is, he was a great leader. That's, no, that's, I feel like he's a yeah. great example of leadership. <laughs> like I will always use him as an example. Was he a horrible person? Did he lead people to terrible things? Yeah. But Hitler was a great leader. I will some of the people we follow example. are terrible people, but they make Agreed. you feel good. Agreed. And I always say that. I, I always use, like, even some of the celebrities we champion, whoever, you know, some of the more entertainers we champion, sometimes are very shitty people. Will Smith, Absolutely. that was a horrible act. That was horrible. Mm-hmm. That was not nice. Oh, yeah. You would not want your kid, but we championed it. Who? We no, a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people, people say, hey, don't, he'll learn never to talk about blah, blah, blah anymore. Right, but if that's the way we're going to conduct ourselves as a society, aren't we? We're headed for horrible places. <laughs> yeah. So, and people it sounds do not nice. make their own opinions, man. That's why I agree that's what's, with that's what's, thousand, And that's what's I, tough. I like, 1,000%, I agree with everything you said. It's like... The problem with America in general is like you can't no America yeah no stay with whether whether it's left right black white uh, conservative liberal it don't matter nobody wants everybody is so dug in on what they think is right Mm -hmm. that they won't hear the other side to come to a consensus on what is actually right or what actually could work in society yeah and we're so far right and left or whatever because most of the the politicians that are in the middle will never get anywhere even though they probably be the best people in position of power they would be the best so you actually what's being lost is uh it was a i forgot the book i read it was like college or high school but anyway we're losing our humanity and that's what it really is Mm mm-hmm 
Humanity is empathy for others. Absolutely. If you don't have that, you're no longer human. That's mm-hmm. what animals don't have. I'm guilty exactly. of it too. So you, you're losing. We're losing our humanity slowly. And I don't care what nobody say. You gonna try to move the goalposts and say, "What's well, not humanity? It's just this, this." No, you're losing humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because humanity is that person that did the most egregious thing, still does not deserve to die. Oh yeah. The moment think- you take someone's belief. And created their entire person, oh, you yeah. are taking away their humanity. You're cre- you're making them just a belief. When yeah. there's so many more facets, and moreover, there's so many reasons why they came to that belief. That's right. why I I actually really appreciated the Cosby documentary. Um, we need to talk about Cosby because mm-hmm. I really felt like they showed him in his fullness. They showed the wrong that he was doing all along, mm-hmm. but they also showed the good that he did the entire time. And so I feel like most of us are complex people that do wrong mm-hmm. and yeah. do good. But it's like we have a perception once they do wrong on right. a certain level, all we can do is see them as wrong. Mm-hmm. I, well, we I, have to ignore true. all We're not forgiving. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. humanity. Yeah. You, you're not forgiving. But the thing is, you forgive yourself a, a million times. Right. That's why life is Some really about the gray. And we don't allow ourselves to live in the gray. And I... I and. Hear me out when I say this, and we're going to get back to this boundaries talk. Hear me out when I say this. This is one of the, this is one of the things that religion provided. Not saying religion oh, yeah. is the answer. Yeah. One of the things that a belief system or religion provided was humanity. Mm-hmm. Because in every major religion, Buddhist, uh, whatever, well, Christianity. It provided structure for humanity. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But so, even, even those structures, they, but, so, they no. get so dug in, into... That's what, the problem. But I'm saying it's eroded in a sense. So, But there was still a level mm-hmm. of humanity yeah. that everybody subscribed Original. to. There's yeah. a level of humanity for people who thought like that. That's <laughs> why I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, no, everybody... I, I, but that's also a general... That's why when we growing up in church, right? But, and you say, if people, well, you got to get the Holy Ghost and you got to live this way, you got to <laughs> live this way. And then you look at a Muslim like, oh... Yeah, they but, ain't living right. But they, always, but like, I, who, who, who but told as you I've, that right? Who, but as who, I've who grown, but as I've grown, I've realized that 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 was that set of people. That's most and religion I, in my mind. I'm sorry. I don't think it's most religion. That's most people most that pe- are religious. Some religious people, people make religion. But I, I don't consider okay. those. Pre- I don't consider those people followers of whatever religion that they have. Because if you're oh, really well, a true yeah. follower of Buddha, of Christ, of Sun Moon, you're not. Allah, you're not adopting that. Your first thing is kindness. But that brings us back to being complex people. Well, Their intent may be pure, no, but what and I'm they s- may do good, but they well, also do bad. But the reason why I say that is I don't want people to, like like Nick said, you got to hear those opinions. Yeah. You got to hear these dogmatic people. Yes. They're important too, but they're dog. don't let them being dogmatic stray you. Mm-hmm. Because if your moral belief and your moral compass aligns with something, don't let somebody move you off your square. But that's what I... So what if I am a gullible person and I know that if I do go hear this person, this mo- this speaker that is a great speaker talk, that I may be moved. I can set a boundary and say, no, I don't want to go see them. You well, can. That's what I'm... That's all Right, I'm but there's a difference between saying I won't go see them and this person's not allowed to come speak. So very different. Mm-hmm. One thing is... So let's go back to boundaries. I'm going to circle back because one thing... That, this is boundaries. It is. It is in a weird yeah, way. It is. It is. But speaking of gullible, we were raised by a gullible generation. But anyway, that's another straight, episode. Straight another episode of Unsensitive Views. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Uh, we out. out.